it is Friday. Yes, we've made it. We have made it, ladies and gents around the world. Happy Friday, everyone. I hope you all are doing absolutely fabulous and that you are forward focused to have a great day and get ready to relax a little bit on the weekend. For all of those who are new to the show, my name is Jessica Thompson and you are listening to Impactfully Jessica on Anchor FM. I also want to send a thanks to all of the podcast listeners over on Apple and Google Play Music. I truly appreciate the fact that you too are engaging and diving into the content. And if you have feedback, I would love to hear from you. Come on over to anchor.fm forward slash impactfully Jessica or download the Anchor Anchor app and hang out with me. Call in, chime in. I want to hear from you. So now that we're all together, I promised you all for the past two days that we would talk about goal setting. And that is exactly what we are going to do today. Whether you are an entrepreneur or a person who is leading a team in set, either in your own business or in a company setting or organizational setting, You have to have goals, right? Everyone's working towards a little something. I believe we can all agree on that. Whether you are just spreading all of your passion uh, and hoping that it reaches a certain audience or you have solid, specific numbers that you have to reach or dollars that you have to make or projects that you have to complete, Goals are everything, right? How are we going to get it done if we don't have a goal? Without a goal, you definitely can't have a plan, right? So what are we working towards? And how do we set challenging yet realistic goals, right? Those when we know that, hey, the likelihood of that specific goal happening is quite Let's rethink that. Uh, Or we need to get extra strategic in how we're going to deliver and achieve that goal. For those of you who are new to the show, two days ago, we also talked about forecasting, right? So once those goals are set, then how are we going to uh, map out hitting that goal, right? What, What are we forecasting? What is the prediction? How close or not close are we from the goal? So feel free to rewind back to episode six and catch that. Uh, So right now, I want you to call in and let me know your questions, your insight on uh, the whole just topic of how to set challenging yet attainable goals and how important it is for you in your role. That being said, yesterday, you all did amazing with calling in and chiming in, uh, letting me know your opinion on the show itself and weighing in on yesterday's 
things are getting a little too personal <laughs> type of conversation, right? Uh, so I appreciate your feedback and I want it to be played here so that everyone can listen in. Let's head out to the lines now. Well, hello, caller. You are on air with Impactfully Jessica. Hey, Jessica. Melanie here from Simply Incredible Me. Such a great topic. In my experience, what I feel like I've seen is people struggle the most with this when they go through a transition within their own team from kind of buddy to boss. If I was promoted and in my own team still and didn't go somewhere else within the organization or into a new organization, it's really hard to pull out of that friend's relationship with people. Especially because sometimes you're friends with them outside of the office or you're used to having a certain role in their life. And so it's really hard. I think those are great tips and flags to see if I'm talking too much with someone, if I'm talking about people. Definite red flags to realize that the, the boundaries just aren't there. It's something I try to be very aware of and making sure that I have an appropriate relationship that's going to be helpful to everyone. Thank you so much. Melanie, thank you so much for calling in with your feedback and your valuable insight. Absolutely. The whole buddy to boss transition is one <laughs> that not very many transition well into, right? There's still this thing that's like, okay, well, hey guy, hey girl, I'll just meet you later. You know, here at work, you know, we'll do our thing and then I'll I'll call you, right? But we know that we can't do that <laughs> because then when you're back at the office, it is so awkward if you ask the person to do something. Um, I remember retail days, right? That's <laughs> what we were saying. And it's like you, I would have co-managers on the team or promote internally, assistant managers, co-managers, and they would say, Jessica, no one's listening to me. You know, if you're not here, it's like they are just having a party, you know? So for me, uh, so if, if you're in that situation, uh, I would, and this is for anyone listening, I would encourage you to ask your leader to, to help you through that transition, right? Because it should happen at the very beginning. If I'm internally promoting someone to a higher level position, right? Uh, perhaps they were at the employee level and now they're even, let's, let's talk about team lead or the team captain, the team mentor. That person is still, it's almost like a lateral transition, right? There may or may not be a uh, promotion, a salary-based type increase yet uh, because they are a lead. However, they're training, they're in training ground now for their next step. So at this point, it is critical that as the uh, quote higher up or as the executive director that I come in and have that person's back and say, hey team, wanna pull everyone in today and, and publicly announce that Tyler has just landed the role of team captain. First of all, let's give him a round of applause. And then that I say the reasons why along the way, give at least three to five bullet points of things that he has done that 
are stand out, right? Things that are shining because this is why he got the role and, you know, perhaps you didn't. It just is what it is, right? So this is why he's in the seat. From there, this is why he's different. And from there, uh, so we're asking for you all to support his transition. And here's some of the things that he may, that you may notice are a little different um, in now that you're interacting with him as your team lead. Well, one, Tyler's going to be in a few more meetings than, uh, than he's been in before. So you may not see him quite as often out on the floor with you because he's going to be on a few, joining me on a few calls and a few different uh, things that happen uh, in the, uh, here in the office or uh, with our corporate office, right? We want, he's going to be introduced to some people. He's also going to be in your corner supporting you in new ways than ever before. You may see him uh, coming in to check on how things are going in your space, right? How many of you all know that Jessica hasn't been able to be everywhere all the time? And I know that there may have been times where you needed me and I wasn't able to be there because I'm either with someone else or I'm out uh, of my office in a different department meeting or what have you. So we're, I'm so excited that now Tyler is here to support you and to uh, be that um, ear for you and give you that valuable uh, feedback, answer your questions, role play with you, uh, and help you build strategy towards your goals. So make sure that you ask him for, for help as you need it, uh, and he will be over in your area to, uh, to further assist you and support you. So these are ways, uh, it, for all of our listeners today, these are ways that you can support someone who is transitioning. You can have their back while also showing others how it, it helps them as well. So thank you so much, Melanie. Great call. I appreciate it. Shalom, Jessica. It's Mohawk Mama. I really appreciate the insight you gave and the way you demonstrated remaining objective and redirecting people with genuine concern and affirmation. I have experienced both the business and ministry culture of leadership. The first part of my experience was the business culture of leadership in retail sales and managing a small team at a, um, a boutique. And latter part has been ministry related and was just recently a pastor and women's director over three campuses of a church, a large church in uh, Florida. And what I find are definitely some um, shared nuances, and yet there are so many different nuances as well, where me being personal was required because I was counseling and yet leading. Well, hello, Mohawk Mama. Thank you so much for stopping through the station and sharing your insight. Uh, sounds like uh, in one, several capacities, we have some similar backgrounds. Uh, and uh, you even mentioned the world of ministry and uh, growing up on the opposite side of that, uh, my parents uh, are pastors. And uh, that was a very, very interesting to see um, the way, the nature in which they had to lead 
uh, versus what you're describing, the counseling part, right? Uh, you have to be that listening ear in that uh, in ministry, in that sector. You are um, having the person pour out their soul of things that are happening and have to remain objective uh, and empathetic and it is a fine line to walk, right? Uh, and there are times, even as ministers, when professional uh, help in certain areas, professional counseling has to be uh, recommended. And sometimes hearing it from a pastor that says, hey, you know what? Here are some action items, some things that I uh, want you to do uh, because We are praying and praying on this, and through our prayers and through our faith, we have to move in action, right? So I want you to go and grab this support that you need. Uh, There could be a professional therapist who even is a member of the church where there could be a great fit, and those recommendations uh, is a way in which you can truly support the person while also standing strong as a minister and uh, that's an example of being empathetic uh, through the world of ministry. I know I'm really excited to see so many uh, faith-filled leaders here on Anchor. I believe that that value is very important and should be shared and so thank you for your boldness and your willingness to put your faith out there on your station. So for those of you who are looking to be supported uh, and ministered uh, to in such a way that will uh, fuel your faith and uh, guide your direction, be sure to tune into Miss Mohawk Mama Soul. Uh, and just want to again thank you for your call in. And we are back on this fabulous Friday. Thank you for hanging out with your girl over at Impactfully Jessica. I do appreciate you being here and rocking out with me on all things leadership, especially before you head into your weekend and uh, get your relaxation on. So as you heard, today is the day where we are talking about setting goals. So as we dive into this content, I first want to kind of revert back, like scoot back to where are these goals even coming from and what are they about, right? What is a goal? Now, we could talk through all sorts of industries, sports, everything, but we're going to keep it strategically simple. Hey, that's the way I do kiss. Keep it strategically simple. You can copy that. Uh, And we are going to talk about uh, goals in the business world. Why? Because over here at Impactfully Jessica, this is what we do. So, uh, so keeping it right here, let's talk about goals. You know what they are. They're these things, right? These little 
things filtering in space that you have to hit, right? There are these things that you wrote at the beginning of the year, of the fiscal year, and said, I'm going to do this, right? Now, where did that goal come from, right? Let's dive deeper. Was this a goal that you were given, right? And that could be something that is very common in your organization, right? Perhaps you are not the one that creates the initial goal. Instead, someone else is creating that goal, right? Uh, The company is creating the goal. They're giving it to you. So you may may not have as much control over that goal. However, even if that's the case, you should have a working knowledge, a fundamental working knowledge of where that goal came from. So when you're given a, uh, let's talk retail, when you're given a sales goal for the day, for the week, for the month, as a quote GM, a general manager, store manager, you should have a working knowledge that of where where that number is coming from. So when you look at the quote quota for the day and you say, okay, okay, team, looks like uh, our goal today is to hit $26,000 in uh, revenue, in sales today, all right? Uh, we can do this. Here we go. And you start to dive into all of your rah-rah uh, raw team, uh, team script, right? What you do to get your team energized. Hopefully you're doing a little bit of that. Uh, And if not, let's chat. Uh, But either way, you should understand where the goal came from, right? Uh, It's not just, just, it's not a magic drop from the sky, okay? That goal is coming from a trend. It's based on uh, what happened in that same month, that same day uh, in this example, in the previous year or even in the past two to three years back, right? uh, Your corporate office is looking at the trend of what happened in the past to now give you a goal for that month. They also have already mapped out goals for the entire year. So when you look, so sometimes someone may or may not achieve the goal for the month, but they may be trending above or below for the fiscal year, right? So if we don't understand what, why someone even has the goal, it's really hard to know what to do when things are going well and what to do when things are not going well. The first thing is to get clear on what a goal even is. Once you have a baseline working knowledge of why the goal exists, you can then better plan your strategy, better forecast, like we talked about two episodes ago, uh, better understand the dynamics of what it means if we don't hit the goal and if we do hit the goal, right? You know the impact because you understand why the goal exists, why that number, why that specific $26,000 sales target for the day exists, right? Um, 
staying in the world of retail. You have credit card application goals, right? You know, got to get the three no's. You got to show people why adding on this item and then applying for the credit card uh, will save them this dollar amount, right? Uh, and when you're a customer, you're hearing, you hear that and some are interested while there's a lot of no's, right? They're like, no, I don't want your credit card. Like, no. <laughs> and the pain in that employee's face and that sales associate's eyes are just very uh, present, you know? Uh, I was in Walmart just yesterday and someone uh, came and asked me about cable. And they were like, do you have, uh, I'm shopping with my daughters. Their school started today. Hallelujah. <laughs> and we were getting a few more things and they, she stopped me and she's like, you know, Hey, uh, uh, do you have cable? Right. In the moment, I'm not thinking about anything that has anything to do with cable TV. So, and I share with her, no, I do not have cable. She's like, Oh, Oh, um, Oh, Oh, Okay. Okay. And that was it. Like that was the only attempt that was made. And so, uh, you know, be, being that I'm so passionate about training and development, I would have, you know, offered her some training for the next time or just some encouragement for the next time. But in the current moment, you know, I really didn't have time. So I kept it moving. But she has that, that aha that she's taken aback because she has a goal that she is trying to hit, right? She's been communicated that you need to have a certain number of, of people that apply that day to see if they qualify to move over to whatever cable service provider that she was uh, representing, right? So she has a goal. We all have them. And so that goal, if we look at her case, has been trickled down to her uh, based on what her team is supposed to achieve, right? She's not alone. Even though we only see her, there's other people, right? <laughs> so uh, so she has, there's a team goal. Then there's a, uh, perhaps a region, a district or regional goal. And uh, going up the ladder, there's a, a overall company goal. that, And these are all, so that goal that she has, maybe she was supposed to get eight, new applications that evening, not sure, or new customers. Awesome. Uh, but that eight is a part of a much bigger, uh, <laughs> bigger number. So looking back at the retail, that $26,000 in revenue is going towards the region goal that perhaps needs to climb back up, uh, is going towards, uh, or excuse me, the district and then the region. And then uh, looking at the corporate because year over year, a company has to grow in order for it to have a residual success in order for it to remain profitable. Business owners, you want to set goals, right? Um, what does Q1 look like, right? Well, I'm just going to work on my newsletter. I'm just going to start blogging. I'm going to uh, try to do everything that I can to post out on social media five times a day. I got to make sure that I get like seven to 10 tweets a day. Let me get my auto tweet going on. Uh, why? Why are you doing all of that? What is the end purpose? Well, you know, I, I really want to have clients. Well, you know, I really want to sell my 
products. I make candles and I think that they are just amazing because they're all natural. And I just really want to get that out there to people. We need more, more of it in the world. Yes, I hear you, but we've got to get some goals going or we may not hit it. Call in, let me know. Thank you for tuning in to Impactfully Jessica here on Anchor FM, where we chat all things leadership. Call in, chime in, and together, let's make impact. Well, hello, caller. You are on air with Impactfully Jessica. Hey there, it's Caleb Graham here. Thank you for favoriting my station. I really appreciate it. I hope you're enjoying it. And uh, if you have any thoughts on what I'm putting out there, I'd love to hear from you. So let me know. Have a good one. Hey there, Caleb. This is Jessica. Thank you so much for stopping through and showing some love to the station. I especially loved your question today on your station regarding the state of journalism today. I mean, can we actually call it real journalism anymore yes (laughs) great question and then i also love your uh heartfelt message about your thoughts and opinions regarding what happened in barcelona recently as well as your recap and memories of the pulse incident in florida i want to share that specific message with our listeners today here it goes Well, hello, caller. You are on air with Impactfully Jessica. Hey, Jessica. It's Dave. You are awesome. Thank you so much for the favorite. I really, really appreciate that. And I love the topic of your station. You know, I'm an entrepreneur and a business owner for for a long time now. And I love anything that sheds light and helps me learn to be a better leader. So thank you so much, and I really look forward to listening to your station here on Anchor. Dave, thank you so much for calling in to Impactfully Jessica. I truly appreciate you showing the station some love, sir. And yes, I adore all things coffee. Have you heard some previous segments? And I wish that I could get a cup of your Joe. Yes, I love supporting small businesses. And I'm glad that you're finding the content here valuable. I am also finding your content valuable and very insightful and comedic over at uh, your station. So if you haven't visited Dave's Coffee, make sure that you head over there and let's keep it rocking. Well, hello, hello. We are back. You are listening to Impactfully Jessica, where we chat all things leadership and enhance your elite mindset. So we've been diving into this topic of goal setting. That's right. How do we set challenging yet attainable goals? Are our goals set too high, right? Which are far past our reach or are we not reaching higher enough and uh, raising our standard in order to go above the mark? 
which end of the spectrum are you on or do you believe that you have a healthy balance of the two? So, and hopefully you all can uh, hear me pretty well. I am en route to a women's conference today, uh, supporting uh, one of our leaders at Women of Impact as she hosts her annual No Fear conference. So I'm super excited to uh, listen to all of the content and support her in this manner. Um, so as I'm on my way here, want to continue on that conversation about goals. So, uh, you know, I've been in many industries where the goals are given to me, right? The initial goal. The initial goal is already set. It's a quota. It's a budget. It's a target, right? Uh, either way, whatever you call it, it's just something that you have to do. <laughs> you, are, you are expected, if you're a leader, to uh, lead in such a dynamic way that it helps that company reach that goal. And uh, and although the goal was communicated, it should not be a surprise, right? Uh, many companies these days allow that leader on the ground uh, to be a part of an annual budgeting meeting, right? And it depends on which level you are at in leadership. So, uh, so for me personally, uh, that looked what that looked like uh, was attending, uh, typically early spring, uh, January-ish actually, so maybe late winter, uh, attending a meeting where we look at, at what happened throughout the year and are given the opportunity to, I uh, was given the opportunity to voice my opinion, my, my professional opinion about what the upcoming goals should be. So what should the annual goal be for the upcoming fiscal year and I, I need to base I need to be very careful in that right because they're asking me okay Jessica what do you believe that your team can achieve for the upcoming fiscal year so it's important that before I walk into that meeting that I've done my research on not just the previous year but perhaps at least the past two to three years what has been the trend of this team, even be, uh, prior to my arrival. So if you're a leader out there and you're new, it's time to do your research, right? What uh, Has your, your team been hitting the goals that, have set, that are set by the company uh, in previous years, uh, even if it's not the same people? What's the, what's the historical data telling you? So that's one thing. You got to look at your historical data, okay? Uh, before you start to set out a new goal. In other words, know where where these goals are coming from, right? And from there, then uh, you, of course, you want to say, oh, you know, we can do it better this year. But you need to also think through how, the how and the why, what's going to be different, right? Every company faces some months that are more challenging than others, right? And that's in, in just about every single industry, so if you're in the world of education, uh, early the spring semesters and fall semesters are going to traditionally be larger start periods. And uh, whereas a start such as October or something like that in some of in schools that offer perhaps monthly or bi-monthly uh, student enrollment is going to be 
uh, a little slower, right? And you have to plan for that. So number one, what's the overall goal for the fiscal year? Uh, if I run behind in one month, how can I, uh, where's the month that's going to pick that back up? And as you're looking at that historical data, you want to ensure that you're being uh, <laughs> ruthless in your decision-making process, right? And, and the reason why I use the word ruthless is because you've got to be very critical of those numbers and say, okay, you know, what was happening during that time period? If you have access to that data, it's a good to look at it. Is, is the history the only indicator of what's going to happen for the upcoming year? No, it's not but it is uh, traditionally a common way where you can use past experience, right? Um, we would do that when we're interviewing candidates, right? What does the experience tell us? So what does that history tell us? Okay, entrepreneurs, I know you're waiting, right? So you're like, okay, what about me? What about me? All right, so entrepreneurs, when you are trying to goal set, let's say that you're a brand new entrepreneur, well, you want to take that into consideration, right? Um, what does that first year look like? What are you trying to achieve this year? You're going to have both qualitative goals and quantitative goals, right? So some businesses you start with qualitative and then work their way into quantitative. Uh, for me, that my suggestion for you as a, as a new entrepreneur would be to uh, look at your quantitative goals first. In other words, what are you doing all this hard work for, right? You're, you're building a business. <laughs> and what is it leading you to? Where are you trying to go? Because at the end of the day, I know you're trying to change lives. I know you're trying to sell awesome products to people and get that brand spread. But um, we need some money, okay? We need some money. So what does that look like? <laughs> uh, what is the goal for the year? And then you want to break that goal into uh, quarters. And it, and it should not be an even split, okay? So you're not going to take 100 uh, customers and divide it 25, uh, 25, 25, 25, 25. So it's not going to be just even. Why? Because you need to think through the fact that uh, there's different seasons in the year, right? There, there may be some times where your uh, company, where your business is running a little slower and you want to plan for that. So, uh, so for example, in one of the months, you may go 38, right? And this is off of the example of 100 uh, customers, right? And that's, again, just an example for a quick so quick math, right? Uh, whereas the other month, maybe you are going 25 and then you need to pick it back up in a, in, a, in a following, or excuse me, in one quarter and then pick it back up higher in a different quarter, right? Give yourself some breathing room. And um, if you have people on your team, and this is for uh, those leading, leading teams, if you have people that are on your team, where can they support those goals, right? So, when, if you have, we're going to move into a different example. If you have a goal of um, 35 new customers and you know that's your goal, but you have three to four people 
who are supporting that goal, then it would be advisable that the goals that you set individually over deliver, right? So if, if, the, if you focus with the person individually towards their own goals, then your company will end up exceeding that 35 number. And that's what you want. Move the needle. Move the needle. So I hope that these things are insightful for you and valuable. We'll keep chatting on some of these things throughout the weekend. Uh, but I want to go ahead and get this episode content out there, especially to our podcast listeners as well. I so appreciate you tuning in. Uh, be sure to, to come over to the Anchor app, A-N-C-H-O-R, or anchor.fm forward slash impactfully Jessica and weigh in on this topic. Uh, how do you think goals should be set out? We'll be back. Are you a lover of all things leadership? Do you find words like success teams, goal planning, thinking as an elite, mindset, promotions, value-driven cultures? Do you find that those sorts of topics just light you up? Well, if so, then I would love to hear more from you. Call in and let me know if you want to be a guest on the Impactfully Jessica Show.